Good morning, everybody. It's another Sunday, NFL week. You know, you're ready to bring the pain. Oh, yeah. So excited for this week. If you haven't been over to drrodo.com yet, you're going to want to head there, get all the information. Dr. Roto's plays have been up all week. We have other DFS tools. We have DFS articles for both sites. We have our picks of the week. We have everything. You have this podcast, which is the Ultra Contrarian Show. Done by none other than your boy, Heat Override. Oh, yeah. Let's get right to it. Because this one's got to be a little faster since I had a karate tournament with my daughter yesterday. She went and competed next month. I'm going to bring the pain. And when I say that, I mean my fist. That's what I do. That's what martial arts is all about in the end. But check out the next podcast because you're going to want to see what I got for you. Oh, yeah. So let's get to it. Russell Wilson. A lot of people are on Russell Wilson today. And the price is great. I haven't been a Russell Wilson fan all year. I've actually hated the Broncos. I've hated the Broncos, especially since Williams gone down. The receiving cores just junk. But we'll, we'll get to somebody I might like out there. Tennessee, however, doesn't like to stop the pass. They do eat the clock, though. Denver does have the defense to slow Henry down. But that doesn't mean Henry can't go for 159 yards and two touchdowns either. Like, that, really, that can happen with a back like that. Because he'll they'll just wear down. And Denver does play a slow plotting game. So if you're going to play an under, play an under on this game. I don't see this game going. I, I, you just, yeah, this ain't going to be no scoring. All right. But if there is scoring, Russell Wilson will be part of it. He has actually not had a good year, as I was talking about. That is what makes him so tricky right now because eventually he's going to hit that right note. Tennessee can get him right. The defense really isn't that scary, and he really needs to step it up. So at 5,900, he may not as be contrarian as normal as of the players that I like to feature on this show. But you know what? He's cheap. I like it. Let's go. Yo, you know who else is contrarian? Jonathan Taylor. Everybody is selling this guy. Everybody's selling him. right? And, and for rightfully so. He's not getting any real work out of the past game since he's been back. I mean, he did have that two games ago. He had seven receptions with eight targets, but then he only gets that one target and he you know, fumbles in that last game, man. But he got 16 touches, 76 yards. And in that game that he had all those catches, he had 10 catches, 58 yards. What's even better is the Raiders are 27th against the run. People came into this year saying that Derrick Henry was washed up. I said, you're wrong. Guess what? I was right. That's how it goes. Get on record. I say it with my chest. Yeah. And everybody loved Jonathan Taylor. This is when you do actually go get Jonathan Taylor. If you can get him, start him because he's going to finish strong. Heck yeah. And that is your ultra contrarian running back at 7,500. Everybody's going to be passing him up, man. Like nobody's going to be looking at him at that point. So, you know, around that point, you got, you got Jacobs, who's in the same game, you know, but Indy got a little better defense than the Raiders. Raiders got a good pass rush, but we, we, we ain't walking to worry about that. You check out my IDP articles for those things. And then you're kind of around Dalvin Cook. Like I said, Aaron Jones is there and Travis Etienne at 71. Uh, you know he's going to be in all my lineups. Well, maybe 90% of my lineups. But that 
whole core, everybody's going to look over Jonathan Taylor. You're going to see that green on the 27 on DraftKings, but at 7,500 on DraftKings, which is the pricing I'm using, is, is amazing. Another guy that's going up has been doing it great, has practically had a great season. And if you picked him up and you drafted him in a seasonal with dynasty or you had him in a dynasty league, he is doing great for you. Christian Kirk. This guy is definitely getting targets. Last game, nine. Previous, seven. Previous of that one, 10. He's getting the work done. He only had one touchdown, but of those touchdowns, he still had that eight catches for 76 yards in that last game. And that is good. He's going up against Kansas City. Guess what Kansas City's going to do? Beat Jacksonville down, right? That's what's going to happen. Jackson, Kansas City is also the 30th ranked team against the wide receivers. So with this garbage time cleanup, there's no way Christian Kirk cannot get the ball. But as for Trevor Lawrence, bro, you got to wake up. Like you were actually way better in like your rookie season. Like everybody drafted you. I didn't. I didn't trust you. And this is why. It it, it could be the organization. Or regardless, somebody got to get them targets. Somebody got to get them yards. And it's going to be garbage time for them practically the whole second half of the game. Mark that. Oh, yeah. Christian Kirk. There's your ultra contrarian play. Rove along to everybody's new dude. It's Greg Dolstitz, right? You know, he's got that nice, like, Troy Palomalu hair going on with him. He's got a little mustache, right? Came on, you know, three games ago. He got three targets in this game back. He got nine, then he gets five. He has turned those into a 244 and one touchdown, a six and a 51 and a four and 87. What does that say to me? That says to me that Russell Wilson is looking his way. And it's, since Russell Wilson is not paying attention to Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy that often, and the running backs are atrocious, why not get this guy? And his price is perfect. He is a bring the pain special at 3400 I love my tight ends around that price. It is great. So get him in your lineup. He's definitely in a few lineups at least. And that's why you pair him with Russell Wilson. You get a quarterback for 59. You get a tight end for 34. And then you match that tight end with the Steelers defense. What? Yo, the Saints suck. They should go marching home. And they could win this game because Pittsburgh's pretty bad too. But I'm pretty sure there's a, there's a defensive player coming back this game. And... The Saints quarterbacks suck. They suck. I've got no respect. Dude, yeah. do you know what Dalton does when he sees TJ Watt in his face? You know what he does? He runs away. He runs away. And that is what's going to happen today. Pittsburgh's defense is 2800 because they did actually price them up accordingly. But TJ Watt has been watching his defensive brothers get kicked around. Minka is, is, is banged up. He's gone. And that means you're going to get a big game from T.J. Watt. The Steelers' defense, <clears throat> when they had T.J. Watt in that first game, scored 26 points against the Bengals. They gave up only 20 points. They had four interceptions. That is because... I mean, that's a crazy defensive game. I mean, you know, they had seven sacks in that game too. But TJ Watt 
makes other players better around him, like Alex Highsmith. You know, like the players like that, those guys get better. And with and with them being able to move in and out, that's your IDP plays. Those you go. That's what you do. And that comes from your defensive expert at drrodo.com. So without being said, that's the ultra contrarian show. We got some DFS. We got football here in Germany in about a half and 21 minutes. So if you got a lineup to get in, get it. But for DFS, we got some hours. So without further ado, I'm going to kick it out a little different. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> 